I'm Ray Koob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And this is Bent News. When you need to know, get bent. Our top story this week makes me smile and it makes me laugh a little bit because it's one thing that I'm 18 years ahead of the boss on. Bruce Springsteen and Patty Schialfa joined at the hip and in so many ways shared another life event this week when they became grandparents. I know, so exciting to be a grandparent no matter who you are. It's one of those lifetime highlights. So it's exciting that they get to experience it that. Is. It really is. And I'm, I'm glad that the, the kids are moving to that phase of their life because they've been living the life, you know. Absolutely. And it's the youngest who has the first grandchild. Just pointing that out. Sam's the one that went and joined the fire department trying to lead a normal life as the son of Springsteen. And little Lily Harper Springsteen is the anchor to that life, I think. I think they're all going to find so much joy in this little bundle. And kudos to our sister station, WRAT, The Rat, up in North Jersey, because they broke the story when it first hit the wire. Lots of stories on the Newswire this week, and some of them make you go, what? (laughs) I never thought that Phil Anselmo and Rex Brown would rally the troops and put Pantera back on the road, but that's what's happening. And my friend Zach Wilde says he's honored, obviously, to be taking the dime bag role in this thing. And I was a little bit concerned because Vinny and Dime were pretty good friends to everybody who loved that band and were close to them, including me. Then I found out that both Abbott families gave their blessing. It's a good thing. And Zach Wilde's a guy you can count on for perspective. He said, obviously, it's not Pantera. Pantera's those four guys. But it's like when Zeppelin went out with Jason Bonham as their drummer. I guess you could say, yeah, I get it. Joining Zach in the fold for this tour, the one and only Charlie Benante from Anthrax. I really like Zach Wilde's perspective on all of this. He seems to be the most grounded when it comes to the whole situation as labeling it or calling it a celebration of the life of Pantera and the Abbots, which is really what they're doing. And I would have to say that in a way he feels kind of giddy like a kid to be able to go out and do this. It's something new. It's something fresh. And it's something that's going to really excite a lot of people. You know why he's such a good voice of reason and everything? Because he worked with Ozzy all these years. (laughs) (laughs) True. Another wild man, Rob Zombie, has been in the news. You know, he's quite the movie maker. And he's doing a film of the monsters. It's going to come out this fall on Netflix. There's been a lot of conjecture about it, and a lot of it's erroneous. Rob taking to Facebook this week, he said, How the hell did everyone get the idea that the monsters cost $40 million? Fuck, I wish I had that kind of budget. (laughs) (laughs) He reminded people that it's for Netflix and told everybody to calm down and get ready. Marcus, this is a story I found in Smithsonian Magazine. Don't get any ideas that I'm changing my reading habits. But it came across my dash because it's about Lou Reed and the stuff he left. You know, Lori Anderson was gutted when she lost Lou. And the idea of going through his stuff felt like she called it a 15-story building falling on me. And the New York Times did a piece about it. And that caught the attention of the New York Public Library, who asked if they could come over and take a look. And they did, and they all worked it out so that they could go through his stuff and catalog it. And now they're preparing an exhibition. The results 
are the Lou Reed Listening Room, which is an exhibition display happening from June 9th of this year, 2022, all the way through January 7th of 2023 at the Vincent Astor Gallery. It is an exhibition that is free to all. No library card, no ticket or appointment <laughs> needed to view it. You can walk in. Can I fast and go pass it? it? I have a fast pass from last <laughs> The only fast pass you get is on the subway. You get to take the fastest subway. The real adventure is getting there. <laughs> All kinds of cool stuff, and you know you're going to want to see it. Check it out. Details on our website. News flash from Canada. Zach De La Roca is still sitting down while performing. So whatever he did to his leg is still causing him enough discomfort that he can't move on the stage the way we know Zach moves on the stage. And he told the crowd, I don't know what happened to my leg right now, but you know what? We're going to keep this fucking shit going. But the fact that he's not sure what happened to it and he hasn't had it checked out is concerning to me. Look, you wait three years through all the stuff that they've been through trying to get out there and do this reunion, and and it's delayed by COVID. I know you want to go, but you should see a doctor, right? Dude, we're getting older. You got to go see the doctor, man. These injuries take twice as long to heal at our age. Go see the doctor. Marcus, you and I discuss when we're not doing the podcast how much it annoys us that people think that they can tell artists what to do or what's best for them. The latest example comes with the departure from the Alice Cooper band of guitarist Nita Strauss. People were wondering what's she going to do? Then she announced she was going to join the band of Juan Demi Lovato, who started out as a pop singer, but is evolving as she gets older as an artist. Makes her debut July 14th on the Jimmy Kimmel Live Show. And people lose their shit. Why? First of all, Alice Cooper has a revolving door policy with his uh, musicians, which means they can come and go and do their thing. He's very respectful in that way, and he understands that they may want to branch off and do other things. Nita Strauss is a great guitar player. I'm excited for her for this opportunity. And again, she's doing what she needs to do. And she wrote a really solid solo album that was released this year as well. So... I'm guessing that Demi, knowing what she was up to, heard Nita's record and said, that's what I need. You made a good point about the revolving door policy. Kane Roberts already hired to come back in to replace Nita, and he was three, four guitarists before her. So this goes on in the Alice Cooper band. Everybody should just take a big dose of Kip Winger and calm down. Absolutely, and Alice Cooper knew about this because they were prepared, and obviously Alice Cooper supports Nita Strauss and his musicians, so... He's not the kind of guy that's going to lock somebody down. He knows that birds got to fly, Marcus. Birds got to fly. He had to fly. He lets others fly, and that's the way a great musician and a great person does things. The string of club events to celebrate the upcoming release of Nightclubbing, the story of the birth of punk rock in New York City is underway. Danny Garcia's in the U.S. and making some appearances at some of the events. Get all the info about this premier event, Nightclubbing, the birthplace of punk rock in New York City. It's all about Max's Kansas City on our website, imbalancehistory.com. Just go to the blog page and you'll find it right there. There have been some new dates added, so check to see if there's one near you. A sad loss for us, one of Philadelphia's own. The great William Poogie Hart died this week at age 77 after complications from surgery. 
he of the Delphonics, and you know how much I love his voice and how much I love the Delphonics, Marcus. His falsetta smokes. It is amazing, his voice. So beautiful, so soulful, and so moving. Boogie, we love you, man. The other death notice that we received this week was about a man that we really don't know. But a lot of people did when he was in the scene, man. Rock writer David Dalton passed this week at age 80. This is a guy who hung with people like Janis Joplin and the Beatles in the early days of Rolling Stone. He was connected to that scene. As it became a scene, he was in it. And he knew everybody. We've got quite an episode coming to your devices on Monday, don't we, Marcus? We sure do. It is one that sort of got a dual nature, Ray. Well, aside from being all about CCR and all the amazing music that they made, inside the band was both a sibling rivalry and the closest near-miss birthday twins within a band we have so far in this entire podcast. Credence, Clearwater Revival, Rivals, and Twins. Out Monday on every single podcast platform in the universe. Ooh. And that's going to do it for this edition of Bent News. I'm Ray Coop. I'm Marcus Goldman. And when you need to know... Get bent, turkey.